0: I bloody
1: love fantasy Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the I bloody love fantasy football podcast The FPL pod that's causing our wives to love us that little bit less as we spend more weekends watching football scores, paying attention to goals, assists and clean sheets, than we do talking to them. On this week's week, we've no preview. This is the international break. So instead, we talk about last week's action with our knee-jerk reactions to the week, our good, bad and ugly, all the big talking points, We run through the main leagues. And then, of course, we have our trivia question. I'm Paddy Stapleton. I am Robbie Keane. And speaking of International Week, Robbie, how does it feel to be a fully-fledged international athlete? Yeah, kind of
0: sinking in a bit. It's nice. It's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> We just were talking all fair there about the, uh, what Robbie went through. over the thing. We had a great reaction. I was mar- marking it on our Instagram page from the comfort of my couch with a, a nice breakfast of poached eggs and focaccia in front of me as you ran <laughs> like the I bloody was, I, I,
0: I was going to do me good, bad and yogi in that, but I don't think I'd subject people to that. It, it was. Yeah, there was a
1: pretty horrific story about toenails that we don't want to share with everybody.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not um, all it's made out to be, that's for sure. And tell me,
1: after you finish your marathon in 2.30?
0: 230, 2.38. I uh, made it off me previous best.
1: How long was it before
0: you checked your friend's football
1: team?
0: <laughs> well, this was going to be my ugly because when I got back to the tent, you have to walk around forever. got back around to get pictures and stuff, and there was a mess at the bag drop. It was just a, an absolute mess trying to organise it. There was no system. So it was literally a couple of hundred people there trying to find numbers and bags, and these people wandering, wondering. They had no clue what they were doing. So I was lucky. I was one of the first. I got my bag back, took the phone out, and I had used up my
1: international data, data.
0: data add-on package, so I just switched the phone. Um, hit the WhatsApp, next thing all these messages came through from fancy football from Everton through. And next thing, bang, seventy euro bill because I checked the fancy football. <laughs> I, actually, because the, the athletic and loads of these things came through. So the like the two all Liverpool draw. So I just happened to click into it to see if Nunes had done anything. Um, the West Ham result came through, so all this added to a nice seventy euro bill. Yeah. <laughs> that is- that uh, left a bit of a sour taste. Yeah, but for seventy euro when you're in Chicago, is I was. It was just. It's one of them holiday expenses you have to put down. So, but I checked. Um, and I then, then when I seen that, I was like, "All right, switch it off, switch it off, switch it off." So I didn't actually get to check my fancy football team till properly till I got back to the hotel. But you didn't get your three figure score that we hoped for. No, I didn't. nobody did. No, and do you know what? I was I was pleasantly surprised when I seen it because the Saturday morning. Uh, the game kicked off it was half six Chicago time. Now I was, although at the time was a, a mess for me because I was trying to go to bed like, I was going to bed at eight o'clock which was like twelve o'clock or six o'clock two o'clock in the morning Irish time.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm still waking up every three hours and then you're waking up at four, half four every morning. Jesus. Which is like half ten so it still felt late. So I was lying there in the bed at half six following the Spurs game <laughs> seeing Son do nothing I was delighted. I was like yes didn't captain him didn't captain him and then as it turned out Darwin he got an assist but could have been a bit better. Okay, mostly. well,
1: what's your knee-jerk reaction into the fantasy football weekend?
0: My knee-jerk reaction is, why is it international break? Because <laughs> I looked at my team and for the first time this season, I'm actually thinking I can go and roll a transfer and it will give me options. I'm not firefighting. I'm looking at my team and... You're look happy? At, looking at my fixtures. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my team. So, it's... that my knee-jerk was. Why is it international game week? <laughs> you know, so yeah, no, very happy with my
1: team at the minute. My knee jerk reaction was uh, how much of an annoyance this game is. I played my wild card, I'm happy with my team. I didn't have a great week, but it's a long term project. But Jordan Pickford, who has done absolutely nothing all season, I finally got my wild card. I couldn't get rid of him because of my injuries, and I've been trying to get rid of him for ages, but it just didn't work out. Finally, get rid of him, and Everton wins 3 0. He keeps a clean sheet, he gets two bonus points. Yeah, that was I a- was sick, and I was like, I actually cannot stand this game. It's
0: But you look at me with Sam Johnson. Yeah.
1: He's been brilliant since you got rid of well, him. Well, I, I got the
0: sheet you think I'd hold on to him. And <laughs> he's just bonus, but he's the top goal scoring keeper now. Yep. Which just shows you, that when you've got a quality player and whose underlying stats are good and at the end of last season, they do tend to come good. Unless they're United players. Or Eze. Yeah. Let's go to the good, and the bad, and the ugly of the weekend. What's your good? The good was um, getting 51 points, which was a decent score. Um, Salah doing Salah things as he's going to do. Um, so, yeah, just happy with my weekend. It was I went away, wasn't really kind of focused on it too much. So, to come back and still be in good shape, a few green arrows, that was good. And was your mind off at the whole weekend because you're so focused on everything? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even at I'm that. Still,
0: still, still thinking of it. The Sunday morning, obviously, I wasn't really thinking about it at all.
1: Uh my good was I finally played my wild card. I was very happy with my team, messed around with it a little bit. And I was happy, played the team, decided that I wasn't gonna captain Haaland, even though I'd learned it. But we come to that later on when we're talking about it. He's not the guaranteed captain that we thought he was. Um so I captained son after the first game I was very disappointed. But then after Haaland scored, I made up two points of most people. Um my bad results that I played my wildcard and my team did very little. I got 37 points, 7.2 million in the world uh, for the week. As I say, I'm happy enough with my team. It'll come good. The pick for thing was a kick in the backside. But uh, my bad was just not getting the team that I wanted to no. And also, I couldn't let go United and I, kept, I put Hoyland in. Now, the option was Hoyland or Alvarez. I, I Yeah, it didn't matter who I picked out of the two of those. Hoyland had scored two goals against Galatasaray. We'll see if he stays in the team, but it's it it can only get better. I've said that so many times this season. Mine was
0: getting it right with the Brighton Liverpool game and picking the wrong captain. Knowing there was going to be goals, yeah. you know, goal, and then trying to be too clever with Darwin when when you know if Liverpool score, Salah's going to be involved. And I know we got an assist; it wasn't the worst in the world. You still made up eight points on everybody, but it could have been better. But it was no like it was the fact that I took the gamble on not captain Salah because I didn't fancy him. And not captain Son. Why didn't you fancy him? Because his record away against the big four isn't great. Yeah, but I think... And then Son, what struck me about Son was it was the early kickoff that put me off. But also, <laughs> also the previous time member was at Sheffield um, United when everyone brought Son in after he got his hat-trick. And they did nothing. And he did nothing. So that put me off. And I just fancied this. Is Liverpool writing going to have lots of goals in It, it did. Very nice interesting game, I think. I just don't know. I didn't see it. And I, yeah, looking back now, I was like, why didn't I even consider Salah? Like, I didn't even consider him.
1: Yeah, it was, it was mixed fortune for him. Me. I mean, he would have got you 30 points as opposed to 10. So you would have been up 20 points.
0: Well, the difference, no, it was 10 points of a difference. It would have been. Because I would have, between Darwin and Salah, I got 25 points. Whereas if I had got Salah and Darwin, I would have got 35 points. Oh, uh, okay. So it was a 10 That's point. That's why 30. you are the expert. It's it, again, it's still 10 points. That's a couple of times it just shows you the importance of getting your captain right. There's a couple of bad captaincy decisions I've made now, it swings and roundabouts yeah. as well. But that was bad. Um, I didn't really see too much football, so to really have an ugly this weekend, okay. Um, I suppose the ugly was uh, the state of my <laughs> Sunday morning or Sunday evening. That was that. That, that was probably the ugly for yeah, me. Let's, let's get... not go
1: into that. No, I'm definitely not. Um my ugly was just um watching the Man United game and it's not fancy football but link, but I was sitting watching the Man United game, it was horrible. And then in the last minute, the last few minutes they scored. Then they got the winner. But I discovered that I absolutely hate VAO. They had a goal scored by Martial that was disallowed, that I was celebrating like a lunatic. Disallowed, rightly disallowed. When McTominay got the first one it was fairly clear it was a, 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 a it was going to stand, with the second one I thought was going to get called back from offside. So, the whole stadium of seventy thousand people was going mental, I was sitting here going, "It's probably going to be slow." Didn't even celebrate. Yeah. Like how? How is it a good thing when you can't celebrate a ninety-seven minute winner when your team is doing crap and it could be the turning point? Is and it, yet you're afraid to celebrate it because it's going. to... You're, oh you know well, I've, I've
0: long. Been, it's I've given it's up and horrible. But
1: is it too far gone now?
0: Because if you look at the content... You can't, you can't put
1: the tube, but it's in the tube.
0: But if you put, look at the content it's generating for Sky, like, like look at the mileage they've got out of the Liverpool thing. Like, look what it's generated. They've got a new TV show based on that. Yeah. So when you look at that, and, and they are all concerned about advertising revenue, and it, it's capitalism gone wrong, and they're looking at, if this sells, if it generates clicks, it's click based, yeah. we can generate headlines...
1: The but fo- it's ruining it it's, oh, it's, it'll, it'll and, stop and, being the and, spectacle and, that it should
0: and be we, but you see right you've got all the sites the football sites and they're all giving out about VAR and everything else but secretly they're going click 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 because yeah. click. it's generating headlines boring week let's talk about VAR yeah. let's talk about the decisions VAR gets wrong let's decide to wind up some fans and on that
1: reason they're never getting rid of it like, Which, I, I I can't stand it but it's it's seriously taken away like I have to say yeah. now <laughs> I suppose because I'm a United fan. I remember years, a couple of years ago watching City against Spurs in the Champions League final and Sterling got the goal and it was the other way around. That goal was disallowed. But that added to the drama because it was two teams yeah. in a knockout cup game and I thought it was great at that stage because the right thing happened. Same as when uh, who was it? bet Germany in the World Cup. Japan, was it? South Korea, whoever it was. Oh, was it? yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, oh great, that's right. That's the right thing too because it was a small team against a big team. But when it's your own team and you can't celebrate what should be like, at last the, the game on Saturday should have been absolutely amazing 93rd minute goal never happened before 97 minute before or sorry two goals in injury time had never happened before you're yeah, sitting here going can I celebrate this or not yeah. it's, just, it's just it's ruining another it thing, that, that's my ugly another thing
0: I found like in the World Cup last year I thought it worked really well I thought it was very well done it was you know you had the automated offside it was fairly clear cut it was consistent but you look at the mess like I've seen the Kovacic tackle and you look at Curtis Jones the week before and other tackles where is the
1: consistency the whole thing is supposed to be that you're getting the decisions right it brings consistency a clear and obvious answer you don't you can't watch it in slow motion slowed down to an nth degree with the foot freeze framed on top of your man's ankle when in reality it might have just passed off glances it's not but but, but if if, if you're looking at consistency okay Coverage makes the tackle. Why doesn't
0: VAR say right go over there and put a freeze frame of Kovac's foot in Elias? It man's was ankle. the
1: most ridiculous decision. And then he wasn't sent off a couple of minutes later for a second yellow,
0: which was just and and then again it, it, it throws open the questions. Michael Oliver referee in that game. You're going back to the conspiracy theories. But, it, but it's but it's not. It's like there's a subconscious bias there. He knows he's going to the UAE getting this lovely cushy gig. And who's paying for it? Man
1: City's owners. Will he go over there and he get shunned by people? It'd be a lot easier if I look after people. It's, I don't. I don't believe it, but I, I, I can see why no, people would bring it up. I,
0: I don't, but but I do think there's a subconscious bias in any job you do, right? If you're doing a mixer for someone, you're
1: going to want to keep them sweet. Yeah. It's like why do home home teams get more more decisions than It's, it's do just it's more. a it's
0: a subconscious, but you don't really mean to do it. You, but but you do it, and I I just think they need to do away with that giving these referees gigs in the UAE,
1: especially when you've got state-owned teams, go back to the referee makes the decision the decisions. Final, we all go look. you made a mistake. Yeah. But what can you do? I'll leave it. At
0: that. And this got too many cooks and all that, so yeah.
1: because they don't know when to jump in, when not to jump in. That's possibly our longest, ugly of the season so far. But you're right; VAR is <laughs> ugly. <laughs> right, let's go through the games from last week. Uh, a decent weekend. I probably saw a lot more of them than you. But we'll talk I, 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 I
0: tried to catch up in a chair while and reading about reports and things like that. Game one.
1: It. Luton Spurs, and what I thought was hilarious about this was so many people brought in Richardson. Oh yeah, I, I did. <laughs> What's what wrong with people? Did not <laughs> listen to our podcast. What have we been saying? <laughs> one one assist, and then they're playing Luton, and they bring him in. He may have done something, but two yellow cards sent off. Three minutes, the the he missed, <laughs> and then gets taken off at yeah, half time. Brilliant. <laughs> As I said, I captain son. A lot of people captain son turned out to be a gain of two points on the on the Hamlin owners. Uh Madison delivering again. Yeah. <laughs> was he did he get the oh sure He, he I, got the assist yeah. yeah, but
0: like he like he put anyone on
1: corners. He's whipping corners in. Like You have to be a good corner taker. she United oh. haven't scored from a corner and I don't know how long. He's delivering. Uh not really much more to go for this. The send it off kinda took it as I heard name. it was ridiculous. Two yellow cards. But he, he died second when he died. He yeah. died. Like, I'm sorry, I thought Jackson was the dumbest player. You're on a yellow card. You yeah. know this VAR in operation. What are you doing diving? And he's been brilliant this season, um Burnley Chelsea, you last week I was offering oh. your Chelsea players, and you were saying, "No no, 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 Sterling, first time the same player is the player of the week. Palmer is a very interesting one, Golden assist, excuse me four point nine million they're back on the radar, aren't they? And even Jackson scored. Yes, Sterling is back on the radar, but I heard I saw a lot of people on Twitter congratulating themselves for keeping Sterling.
0: Like, they've got Arsenal next, then Brentford, Spurs, City. So, Newcastle. So, yeah.
1: like, I don't want them for that. No, for that. I wouldn't want certainly. Like, ne-
0: like, if you look at the next six games, they've got Arsenal, Brentford, Spurs, City, Newcastle, Brighton and Man United.
1: Their easy run is gone and they did nothing for us.
0: Yeah. Now, if I was looking at Chelsea, I'd be looking again, because I'm looking at the other teams and their fixtures are too good. I'm not going to talk too much with Chelsea tonight. Yeah. But if I, I'm not going near Chelsea until game week 16. Where their run changes, they've got Everton, Sheffield night Wolves, Palace, Luton, Fulham. Yeah, that's when I look at Chelsea. Their fixture list is too hard.
1: So, well done to keep it sterling. Let's see if he keeps it going. Yeah, you know Burnley, not really much to talk about. No, Everton born with clean sheet for Pickford, clean sheet for Branthwich.
0: How Everton turning the corner?
1: We thought that before, and they let go and lose to Luton. Yeah, so uh, I do think they are. Their their trajectory is upwards. The Luton game was a bit of an anomaly. They seem—I was going to say—they seem better away from home. But this is a three-one win. Or three 0 win at home to Bournemouth, who are struggling. Yeah, keep an eye on them. I'm not going to be bringing back in um, Pickford, but I think maybe DCL. He could, but but he's too many other striker options. Yeah, there's there's just there's just way too too many other um good striker options. Garner looks interesting. He's he, only four point nine million, but see this the thing with this year, there's so many options. You can look at all these players, yeah. and you're taking a chance. Uh, Fulham, Sheffield United. There is literally nothing to talk about in this game, apart from Andres Pereira steadily racking up the points with another assist. And do you know what?
0: William always chips in with a goal here and there. Yeah, and you're never so going to well. put him in your team. Are no, you? you're not. Um, yeah, it's Pereira. He just he does he is he, he, usually steadily
1: racking up the points. Uh, then you have Manuel Brownford, only one man to talk about. It's great, Scott. It's not Scott. Yes. Well, two men to talk about if we want to continue our no Embumo. Uh, great game.
0: Five games, no <laughs> shots back. I'll tell you this much. Do you know who do you know who is the secret gem of Bradford? Who? Jensen. Yeah. Look at his scores, he's the fifth highest midfielder in the game. Is he? Yep. How have I missed that? And he's five point four million. Sneakily there. Everybody looking at Wissa and, and Everyone looking and he's sneakily there. And week on week he's doing it. If you look go to midfielders and sorry, he's there one, two, three, four, seventh. So six, joint six. He's the same amount of points as Odegaard and one behind Madison. And that means he's consistent because he's not getting hold. Well, he, he, he look at, I'm just looking through it here. He got 10 points against United, 6 against Forrest, 9 against Everton, 2 against Newcastle, 9 against Bournemouth, 3, 3 and 4. How is nobody talking about him? I don't know. Wiss and Mbumo. But uh, but and Bumo, like forget about him. And even Wiss has gone completely off the boy. Did he get an assist at the week? He got an assist at the weekend, yeah. actually. But yeah, Mbumo hasn't had a shot on target since that last minute goal against Everton. And even in that game, you only did one shot. So that's one shot on target, one shot in five
1: games. Yeah, for a striker. Um. Then we have, if you had told me before the match that a United player would score two goals at injury time, what to pick Scott McTominay? I don't think anybody would have picked Scott McTominay. No. The other player that is interesting to me, I never thought I would say this, four point two million, Harry Maguire. United will have a good run. I know, but he's cheap. He's a can good you, bench option. Can you, 4.2. No Varane. We talked before about but him moving Lindoff out to the... Are they to keep With mid- the runner fixtures I have there, they might. He's going to be lumped up front because the way United are playing, they need him to be lumped up front. I'm just saying, 4.2 million yeah. for a player who I think will most likely start. If you have a bench fodder that you want for 4 million, 4, 4, he's not a bad option. No. Uh
0: well, that's it. when you make a case like that, yeah. I suppose Palace Forest, Sam Johnson. Sam Johnson. <laughs> it's just, it's just goes back to my old thing at the start of being patient with good players. Yeah, you know he was the top scoring keeper since Hodgson came in at the end of last season. But I will, what I will start. say is
1: Henderson has come in and given a bit of uncertainty, but he's still playing. And he's, since, Henderson's,
0: since Hen- Henderson's come in, yeah,
1: he's been he's been really good. When I played my wild card, I got rid of O&E and it killed me because. He's consistent, but I kinda of thought, you know what? He's done nothing since I came in. I'll get rid of him. Far as there were difficult enough fixtures coming up. I like I thought this game had draws all over it. I got rid of him and then I was like, Oh I shouldn't have done that. Then when the team was announced and he wasn't playing his was out for a month, I gave myself a little back in the back. Yeah. Because even though it was only really two points for Ireland, it was two points more than I would have had with him. Um, really Brighton Liverpool.
0: Well I knew this game was gonna have goals. I didn't see it but I I heard which was just literally with mistakes because all the headlines were all oh, human error about the players. You know? McAllister gave away the
1: ball for the first goal. Was it Nathan Dyke? No, no, it was McAllister. They played night. it to McAllister. McAllister lost, or miscontrolled it, and your got it and just shot. Then could have had two penalties in the run up for the penalty. Then was that was it? It was gross? Should have been sent off? Should he? Possibly. That's. I think they gave it for the second foul, not the first. It was um. It was very entertaining, and I like, you don't want to see players sent off. Well, I I don't. Yeah, and Brighton a good result at home against Liverpool, but the two teams look a little bit messy. At the one Brighton had their great start. They the same Li- Li- Liverpool seem to resemble yeah. very
0: much the seventeen eighteen Liverpool. Yeah. Where they can't defend. And don't to play it from the
1: back as well, and that led to the first goal. Yeah,
0: uh, but Salah delivered him again. I'm just raising it in captain.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's swings and roundabouts. I don't even have him because I've just I've realised I'm not very good at fancy football in the in the <laughs> fourteen episodes that we've had so. But I've decided I wouldn't I was, say that.
0: you have you've done some moves there that I didn't see. Ollie Watkins, you called the sun one that you no, but did. what I'm
1: saying is I've decided that if I'm not going to be very good, I'm not gonna compromise myself as well about you. Labour Oh I think but, that's fair enough. West Ham Newcastle. Suchek again. And Trippier. Isaac. Like Isaac, decent option, but the the uncertainty about him playing is yeah. every well, most people see him Yeah, and look at look at the bonus again. Trippier, he's just a bonus
0: magnet, isn't yep. he? Yep. As soon as he does anything, like he concedes two goals and still gets a bonus. Yep. One assist. One assist and gets a one. But that was all that was even the end of last season. He's just a bonus point magnet. Um Suchek quietly delivered. See, there's a few five point four options coming out there now, yeah. which we had with but Suchek. So the last couple of weeks of a lot of noise about this kudos that if he starts playing regularly now. I only noticed him because I thought it'd be a good
1: name for an episode. Kudos yeah. to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I was I thought the same. But yeah. Bowen didn't do much.
1: No, he didn't, but he will. He will. That's yeah. I brought him in. It's a week my midfield did nothing but he will. Uh Wolves Villa again Watkins delivering. And Neto. And Neto and Hichan Chan. They um there's like those three players last few weeks have just been great. And Watkins I think is is he the highest overall scorer? So yeah I think we'd won big hole in the middle of that, but he's consistent. I'm strongly considering bringing him in
0: for Haaland. Ooh well uh, well, I'll talk about it a little while, but for and I explain my reasoning. But yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking now. Will be the time to
1: to, to do
0: it, make a move, just to see. But speaking of how Arsenal, Man City. Yeah, I didn't see. I did hear about it. Carvajal should have been. Set you didn't up. miss much crap
1: game. Kovac should have been gone. Like you see, the Liverpool player last week getting the red card against yeah. the Spurs. He should have been gone. Not only that, he was dumb enough two or three minutes later to to tackle Rice. He should have been gone for that as well. And I know you have your 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 conspiracy theories about referees. I, I just think it was a bad call. I avoided um Arsenal Defenders in my wildcard because I thought with this and with their fixtures I didn't I didn't see them keeping a clean sheet for sale. Yeah. Uh, Saka obviously didn't start. Um Odegaard did nothing. Like nobody has Martinelli, he might be an option now. Very lucky goal. Not a great game, but a huge win for Arsenal.
0: Well, it, it definitely shows the Camo's division. Like for City to lose, that's three games in a row, including the Carling yeah. Cup game. And it's great or because nobody could
1: see them losing any games.
0: No, it just shows you the importance of Rodri. He's only one
1: more game gone, isn't he? Well, he's back now. Oh, all the last game was the last game.
0: So I'm considering now, I want to see the effect Rodri has because without Rodri, Haaland. Does they want. Silver drop back. So it'd be interesting to see what Haaland does because. Looking at the current fixtures coming up Arsenal are about to go on a lovely run and I'm just considering if you look at the Arsenal that if I was to go after the Chelsea game, Arsenal then have Sheffield Newcastle, Burnley, Brentford, Wolves Luton, Villa, Brighton I'm considering maybe if we took took in and brought in Watkins or even Alvarez still have that to mitigate and then look at bringing in Saka and Odegaard. Odegaard. That le- allows you to have Saka, Odegaard, Son, Salah, and say, Bowen, or any other midfielder you want. And either Alvarez or Watkins. And then you could still go, if if I was to bring Watkins in instead of Haaland, if Trent does what Trippier is starting to do, he could become an option. Big if though. It is a big if, but it would open that door to bringing Trent in as a differential.
1: There's also an injury there with Robinson, so it could be Trent playing full back. Yeah. So there goes clean sheets. <laughs> it's just... Anyway. Well, let's talk, let's talk about Halland then. He dropped in price this week. Yeah. Something I thought would never happen. And he's still up on eighty eighty-eight 88% ownership. We have a fancy football team that we did as a little experiment where we decided because Halland was so much money that we would pick a team without him. And we've had two brilliant weeks the last two weeks. Yeah. Because we have money spread around. There's a couple of people in our league don't have him. They have good, good weeks. But the danger is he goes out and he scores five. And you see, when he does that, because he's eighty eight percent owned,
0: like if he goes out and source, because people haven't captained, yeah. And your captain doesn't,
1: and that's what's that's the only danger. But this goes back to what we talked about at the start of the year when we talked Cain was still going to win the league. Mm. There's such an advantage to captain somebody other than him if you know he's not going to all. Yeah. But he but he's liable to do it in any game. That was the risk this week. Like he's and, bound to and break and his also, duck
0: against top four at some but, stage. But whatever about having him, a non-captain, right? You can take a risk. But not having them at all. And you say captain someone who blanks. And next thing Harland goes in to score a half-trick, 20 points. You're 40 points down. Yep. And that's like 40 points down, bang, gone. And that's the risk. And that's pretty much your... You're not getting them back.
1: But his history away from home, I think the first game of the season against Burnley kind of made us think, oh, maybe he's going to be better away from home this, this season. And he hasn't been. If you're going to get rid
0: of him, the, game, the time to get rid of him or to take a chance on him is after this game. Brighton at home with Rodri back, you have to think he's going to score a couple. Brighton play well against the big teams. But they concede. Yeah. They do concede. And that's a prime fixture for Halloween. So if you're doing it, you'd keep him this week, captain. Them. And then he's got Man United away, Bournemouth at home, right? Bournemouth at home. Another nice game. <laughs> Man United away is a nice game, I'm sorry, sorry. but it is. Chelsea away, Liverpool home. But again, they, they them teams concede, yeah. Tottenham at home. Tottenham
1: are you seriously considering it?
0: It's just something that's in the back of your mind? This, this is what international break does. You just, <laughs> you know, you, you listen It's time to dance. take off watching rugby, Robbie. Really. <laughs> I think silence there. There's everything. Uh, no, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. But there's a
1: lot of people, like, it's the first time this week on Twitter or on Instagram, I saw Harlan Free Drafts. Yeah. A lot.
0: And they're nice,
1: They the are, Free yeah. Drafts. And it's it's it gives you... You can pretty much have anybody you want with the yeah. cheap defender options that are available. Oh, yeah. If you get rid of Holland, you can have everybody you want. And Salah, at the moment, looks at, Excuse me, if you're only going to have one... Salah like, looks Like, one I'm looking
0: at my team, my current team for next week, is Ariol and Gold. I've Trippier at home to Palace, Paro at home to Fulham, and, West, and Cash at home to West Ham. I've Bowen away to Villa, Salah at home to Everton, Son at home to Fulham, Diaby at home to West Ham. And Gordon at home to Palace, and then I've got Darwin. Is who Gordon I... not suspended? No, he's back now. Oh. Only one game. Then I've Darwin, who I could look to upgrade to Watkins if I wanted. Yeah. But that would mean a triple up on Villa, but given Villa's fixtures, and Liverpool's fixtures are nice as well.
1: But well, that the other thing I want to talk about is it worth tripping up on anybody at this stage with the, with the way the season has gone? There's no, there's no consistency in Man City. Villa have ups and downs. Spurs don't have the striker as in a fancy football striker I know they have some Arsenal don't have a striker so if you're tripling up on anybody from Man City Arsenal the two best teams probably you're talking two defenders or two midfielders on one or the other I don't know if it's worth it at this stage yet there's no no outstanding team yet that doesn't have weaknesses in them no I think two is the most you'd
0: like to go on you know like, like I've got a double up in West Ham double up in Newcastle double up Spurs double up Liverpool double up Villa And in Holland.
1: Yeah.
0: And I and I like that because they're the teams that have got the good fixtures. They're the teams to target Villa, West Ham, Spurs, Liverpool, Newcastle. And that's why I'm happy with my team.
1: Whereas I'm kind of similar, and it kind of explains why I had a bad week because none of my teams I two Spurs, I have two Villa, I have two West Ham, I have two City, I have one Newcastle, one United, and one Arsenal. Um yeah, I should've done better, but I didn't. Um if you had to triple up on a team. Would you be talking Saka, Odegaard and Saliba? I'm thinking Villa.
0: Cash, Diaby and Watkins. Yeah. Like I really like Watkins or uh, Diaby. Like you look at the fixtures. West Ham at home, Luton at home, Forest away, Fulham at home, Tottenham away. They seem to
1: be the only team where you have players who will deliver in each position. As in Man City, you can't pick a defender because they rotate the whole time. And they concede. Yeah. Midfield, you could have Foden, you could have the new guy. You could have Rodri. Rodri will play, but will his good form continue? There's not They're
0: a throwback to an old fancy football team. Like that you've got a, a, a player in each position. Yeah. Like you've Douglas Louise there either yeah. in midfield. There, they, they, you could do a triple up on him.
1: It's Liverpool, you're not picking a defender. Midfield, no. there's too many options. Striker. You don't, don't. want three of them. Yeah. You could do three of them. Chelsea, we're not going near them yet. Man United, not a chance unless you go for Maguire. And I got rid of all of my United players. Yeah, and then brought in Highland. you well. could
0: triple up on City and go with the
1: Alvarez, Halland, Ederson, possibly. But I think if you were, I think what we're learning from this is if you were triple up, somebody's going to be there. Possibly Newcastle. If you went, to go with Isaac. Isaac, Trippier, Amro, or
0: Gordon, or Gordon. Like like or Botman. Be, if you're someone cheap, I'd be more inclined to go for two Newcastle
1: defenders at the moment. Yeah, they 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 they're, they are cheap. Botman defensive. and Trippier for your points. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing we kind of talked about already the captaincy. Like next week. I have a tough choice cap. Well, no, it's, I don't. It's talent.
0: At home to Brighton. Brighton, like, if you look at Brighton's results. Look who Liverpool are playing. Okay. Everton. Who have they turned the corner? At
1: Anfield. When did Everton ever perform at Anfield?
0: When the referees give them things.
1: <laughs> United away, Sheffield away. United, I'm not going to look at that. Fill at home to West Ham. Spurs against Fulham. Fulham who have one of the worst defences in the league. Very it's, tempted by Son Monday night. It's... So if you have Salah, you have Salah on and on. No. <laughs> you know. said to me at the start of all this, don't give yourself options.
0: <laughs> no, it's Haaland for me. Like it, it, It's Harlem. Like, like I'm looking at Brighton, okay? Look at the results. Two all against the Liverpool. They lost to the Villa 6-1. Right, they bet Bournemouth 3-1. They bet Man United 3-1. They bet Newcastle 3-1. Lost 3-1 to West Ham. No clean sheets all season. But Wolves 4-1. But Luton 4-1. I suppose they've only conceded... The big game. Well, they've conceded 3 to West Ham, 6 to Villa and 2 to Liverpool. But they've conceded in every game and they've given up chances. And with Rodri back...
1: It's hard to not look at Haaland. But someone at home on a Monday night to Fulham. How many goals have Fulham conceded? They concede a lot. And their XGC
0: is huge. The underlying numbers line there I'm more inclined
1: to go against Brighton Liverpool I don't know home to Everton it's but imagine it's the first game of the weekend imagine if Salah came out in hall and you had him as captain you are sitting there sweet all weekend
0: oh it's the first game of the weekend yeah
1: <laughs> but
0: again that comes back to the other thing why are Liverpool getting the
1: half twelve kickoff again after the international break because they drinking it's Everton Liverpool the Derby's always get the, the early kickoff but why, it's... is there a conspiracy theory there as well well
0: just Klopp is saying like, why is it always Liverpool that are getting these fixtures like it's 10 out of the last 16 Liverpool and it's the worst that the kick off all managers don't want half 12 and that's the other reason Liverpool it's the same is, for the other team though but no Liverpool have had 10 have 10 of the early kickoffs, offs out of 16. With their 16 it's abnormally high considering and it's why is it always Liverpool to get the half 12 on a Saturday after the international break the numbers show how slow they are coming out So that's why I'm ruling out captain Liverpool there. It's actually why I'm thinking. I know I only brought him in, but I'm just very tempted by Watkins instead of (laughs) Darwin. Tough game against
1: West Ham. Yeah. Give us a week. And yeah, it's hard to pick between them. Okay, let's have a look at our mini leagues. Um, Mm -hmm. An okay week for everybody. Uh, Brian King made a couple of substitutions. He's up to second. I was
0: looking at... His transfers, I
1: don't know. I can't see his how much he has in the bank. I oh, know he's in the bank point two. He brought in Van de Ven, 15 points. Like He obviously brought him in. He's doubled up on the Spurs defenders. He's got rid of bone. He has fit 23 points from two Spurs defenders. Like, that's outrageous. He just yeah. keeps, seems to make... He him himself four points, but he's making good moves. He's Salah, Van de Ven, Romero. He's up to second. But our new leader, kicking Rackenny 11 into fourth, is the Punt Stoppables with 59, David Carroll. He had 59, decent score. Good score, yeah. Captain Salah. That's there a, you go. Know. Yeah. Salah, Gabriel, Trippier, the rest of the team did nothing, but you have 30 points, you have a brilliant advantage on everybody. yeah. Top of our league, top scorer in our league this season. This Sorry. week. This week is oh, Owen Bosborne, 77 points. Didn't Captain Salah. Captain was son, but we'll you how good his team was. He had Darwin up front with five. Isaac, he doesn't have Holland. Isak, Salah, Shinchenko, White, Johnson and Goals. Um, Odegaard, Madison he had as well. He's Rashford. Get rid of Rashford. Um seventy seven well, I can't really tell him seventy-seven points is, is outstanding stuff. Uh, next size after that was sixty nine, I think. Sixty nine was Poppy's All Stars, Lee Hodgins. He had a dogie tripia white, so yeah, defence captain Salah again. Um, I'd say good week. Our team, let's have a good look. Our Hanlon free team, we had sixty three, so a good week. Uh, brantweight Trippier, Madison. We captain Salah. I didn't know we captain Salah. but we did Watkins. Oh so nice. We're doing well. What's the Twitter league like? I just I'm looking at Twitter league. I'm up. To I nine. think the shark is back.
0: I I do think. I'm gonna stay here. I'm starting to feel more confident settling then I'm only I'm
1: only fifty points off the top. <laughs> Well, top of the Twitter League, you've the Bunsophils of the same guy. Yeah. Victor Moses Grass, Andy Ward had a bit of a downward soap He's back up to second. David Rispin more of a GA man, up to third. Cancelo Culture, the mystery man in fourth, but he did poor week thirty-eight. Um, I'm going to have one of these. I'm, I'm, see, I'm, I'm
0: due a big, massive week. And I'm going to make <laughs> about thirty points of people and just zoom right into contention there.
1: We're all thinking that,
0: and it's going to be very funny because there's a lot of gloating going on from. Andy Faulkner.
1: Yeah, good old Andy. Still ahead of he's Andy, we spoke with him before, is uh, I'm better than Paddy on his insta team. And the sad thing is that he actually is, but See what, what,
0: what, what Andy is is not reckoning on is this is over thirty eight game
1: weeks, not over eight weeks. <laughs> so. I can't believe how much airtime he's getting and that's why he called his name. Yeah. <laughs> um. So
0: yeah, um I'm I'm happy you now after that that four-week block there. I'm in a better position. I'm more happy. Over Where there. are you overall? Overall, I'm yeah. two and a half million or something. But yeah. I was five million, so I'm, it's little shoots of recovery, you know?
1: I'm six and a half million. I'm having a shocker. But as I keep saying, the only way is up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, last week's quiz question. Uh, we didn't get much response to it. People might be a bit bored of these kind of questions. Uh, what team has the most red cards in the history of the Premier League? I would have thought Arsenal was it's not. It's Everton. So Everton had the most. This week's has a little bit of a flavour of the Premier League about it and I didn't talk to Robbie about this first. So Robbie, you can have your guesses. Okay, cool. Which three Irish players have the most Premier League appearances? So number one, number two, number three. John O'Shea? No. Nope.
0: No? Actually, oh, um, give your answers. I'm
1: not going to tell you whether they're right or wrong so people can hear it.
0: Oh yeah. Gary Kelly.
1: Given no answers. Think about it. Gary Kelly has to be one. It's an interesting one. Uh, we will give you chance. give us a shout out on Twitter Instagram remember That's follow a, us on Twitter and Instagram that'll get me thinking of it yeah it's not a bad bad question it uh, might surprise you um, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter I bloody love FPL uh, download the podcast rate us on Instagram we've got a couple more ratings and once again we can only rate ourselves one so it's not us rating them which is great we'll be back the same time next week with a preview of game week
0: 8 9 game week 9 game
1: week 9 already game week 9 yeah um if you had to pick one player, Robbie, that you hope doesn't get injured over the international break. Oh, that I hope doesn't get injured. Hmm,
0: that's interesting. Who do I not want to get in?
1: You want someone with low ownership.
0: Darwin. Oh,
1: Trippier maybe. But everybody has him. So it'll be no good to you.
0: Yeah, Darwin uh, Gordon. Which a differential, yeah.
1: And if you're not wishing bad on people, but if you could see one player get injured. Oh, I'd love to see Haaland get injured this season. <laughs> Just open the game up. <laughs>
0: just imagine Harland
1: break is like yes <laughs> everyone transfer as an international Boom. athlete Robbie should you be wishing for on people just, just open a little game. strain not a, not a leg it would just open the game a, or, a little niggly hammy that just won't go away for the, week, for the it's year
0: just if you could get him just
1: to miss <laughs> a few games to just to give people the decision that would be interesting <laughs> it would actually <laughs> because be. it
0: would just give you so much choice then. Do you it would be not? great
1: a little injury where they think he's come back next week but there's a risk he will So people have to make the decision. Yeah, That would be to, awesome.
0: To, to to put that risk-reward thing into you, stick with him. And imagine then if you did have a little injury, weren't you, and you took him out and then he hauled against Brighton. Yeah. Or
1: well, you mm-hmm. kept him and he was gone and then he was gone and you kept keeping him because you thought he was going back and Pep wouldn't tell you what he was doing. Yeah. Okay, everybody, that's it for us from this week. Enjoy the international break. Uh, Saturday evening, eight o'clock. Don't forget, watch Point Break or Die Hard or something. I've got that. Raptor is meant to be good on Netflix so <laughs> I've lined that up. I'm gonna watch
0: that. The new um, <laughs> Benicio with Alcala. I totally
1: recommend The Bear on Disney. Eight o'clock on a Saturday, be a good time to watch it. Uh, I might watch
0: I, I watched one of the worst films I've, I've seen um, <laughs> what was it called um, Fair Play it's called on Netflix it's, it's really rubbish but you know what good cheesy it's, movie to watch
1: at 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock on a Saturday 8 o'clock in, in it's definitely going to
0: be better than nothing else that's on at that time so definitely <laughs> worth watching ok everybody
1: have a great weekend and we'll talk to you this time next week
0: bye bye